Welcome to The Definitive Rap, where we report the truth about American exceptionalism. We love our flag, we love our country, and we believe in America. The Definitive Rap, where we respect people of faith, the men and women in blue, and our support for Israel. And now, your host, Bela Sebraff on The Definitive Rap. Hello, I am Bela Seabrow, and welcome to The Definitive Wrap. Thank you to Vin News for hosting our show. Our topic today will be dealing with a very distressing situation. Last week, on July 26th, Fimas Lotsen, an Orthodox Jew who works as an assistant controller for a company in the financial district and is a tax accountant, was traveling on the New York City subway, and in an unprovoked attack was punched in the face by an African-American in his 20s, leaving him covered in blood. What causes this attack to be such an outcry in the Jewish community is that after FEMA was punched, and as the attacker left the subway car, he said, if I had a gun, I would shoot you. If all this was not bad enough, my question is, why was this story not covered in mainstream media? We're going to find out why. With us today is the legendary Dove Heikind, along with Themas Lotsen. Dove is an Orthodox Jew, American politician, activist, and radio talk show host. Dove is a former Democratic New York State Assemblyman representing Brooklyn, Brooklyn's Assembly District 48, having held this position for 35 years from tw- uh, January 1983 until December 2018. He is the founder of Americans Against Anti-Semitism. Americans Against Anti-Semitism is a grassroots coalition that mobilizes supporters to take social action against anti-Semites. Dove, welcome back to the Definitive Rap. And FEMA, welcome. I'm sorry that you're here under such circumstances. But welcome, both of you. Um, you. Let's first start with what happened. FEMA, tell us in your own words about that violent attack. Um, well, it, I was traveling on the E-train and, um, initially. What uh, stop, where did you get yeah. on? What, what stop did you get on and where were you planning so to go? So I up? got, I got on at Kew Gardens, uh, Manhattan bound on the E-train. And, on um, along the commute, I noticed, um, as the stop on Roosevelt, Closed, there were uh, a group of uh, three or four individuals, and they were dancers or performers that I've seen in the subway in the past. You saw and these very doing... people before. I well, not these very people. I've seen um, other groups because they're not they're not the first ones, and unlikely the last ones to uh, perform like an acrobatic dance of some sort. Um, one of them actually uh, stepped on my foot uh, while they were doing uh, doing a dance. And uh, maybe he assumed that I was, uh, I was recording him, but when he stepped on my foot, on my foot, I just grimaced in pain a bit. And uh, he, next thing you know, he, wanted my phone. Maybe he assumed that 
as we're recording him, or maybe took a picture of him while he was dancing. Um, and I refused to hand over my phone. And then he said again, give me your phone, Jew. And then I was tugging on my phone because he was attempting to grab my phone away from me. Um, and there were many witnesses uh, to this. Uh, and you were wearing your yarmulke that identified you as a yes. Jew. Yes. Um, and along, uh, um, and then next thing you know, uh, he punches me uh, right in the mouth. And like, I just have like, got like all this blood uh, pouring out of my mouth and it's all over my arms and it's on my face. It's on my shirt. Um, and I'm in, I'm in a lot of pain. Um, it's, it's very difficult to, to describe the pain. Um, but just like I was, I was horrified, um, because I just see all this blood that's coming out of my mouth and, the unfortunate situation is that while all this is happening, like I'm in so much pain, everybody else is still sitting in their seats, not doing anything. Um, and it's a quite horrifying experience when you have, um, what in my estimation is a lot of people and no one is getting up in your defense. I'm obviously hurt. Um, there's blood all over the subway and no one and no one says anything. Dove, FEMA's attack happened just hours after Americans AA released its report stating that New York City DAs are derelict in their duty to prosecute violent criminals. Dove, what is going on? Violence is increasing, anti-Semitism is increasing, mainstream media ignores it. Things are looking bleak. What's Please shed so, some light on this. Yeah, yeah. Look, things are an absolute mess. Crime is out of control. There was just a report about five or six people, criminals, who have been arrested five, six hundred times. The group. So a criminal beats up someone, is released before the police officer gets out of the precinct, is back in the streets, and back to attacking someone else, a new victim. Let us. You know, one of the things, you know, when I met FEMA last week and the night before uh, when he was in the hospital, people like FEMA, innocent New Yorkers, taxpayers working hard, using public transportation to go to work and go back home, become victimized, a crime. But let us remember, clearly, as was pointed out, FEMA's wearing a yarmulke. He is referred to as a Jew. And as everyone pointed out, nothing happens. No one reacts. No one does anything. No one says anything. It is a tragic, tragic situation. You know, all I can say is just imagine if if uh, a Hasidic Jew had beaten up a black person on the train and called them a name, some kind of name. I mean, I mean... I'm giving this example because I think everyone in the world knows that if that had happened, it would have been on every, it would have been on the network news, not on the local oh, news absolutely. alone. It would front have been page, on the New York, front page yeah, New York Times, New York Times, Hasidic Jew, you know, the whole nine yards. There would have been, uh, you know, on CNN, they would have had a panel to discuss this. 
But an innocent person like FEMA, and again, I, I just want to reiterate, you know, we may talk about it. If you're not a victim, you do I, they, nebuch, you know, that kind of thing. But to the person who was physically assaulted like FEMA, who's still in pain right now, okay, uh, who takes painkillers since the attack, these are real victims who, when they go to sleep at night, I can't even imagine what they're thinking about. The, the, I mean, one of the things I asked FEMA, did you see the punch coming? Did you expect? Did you? He said, absolutely not. Like it came out of left field. Yeah, he didn't even have a chance to block it. Precisely. No. Precisely. And, and, you know, talk, talk, talk. Look, the, if the mayor of the city of New York just said two days ago, uh, Mayor Adams, he literally admitted, I mean, he ran as the person who was going to deal with crime, who's going to deal with anti-Semitism. He admitted two days ago, three days ago, that his hands were tied. And and the question becomes, okay, what's the solution? Where are we going? Yeah. So so what gives? Or I mean it it no one can travel the trains anymore. Jewish, I mean a Jewish person has to be worried about wearing a yarmulke. Um and if an Orthodox uh, Jewish woman uh dresses in a way yeah. where she does not um you know, fit in with everyone else. You know, if she wears a very visible wig or or a, a kerchief or a head, whatever head covering, and a man with a yarmulke or a black hat or Hasidic men, whatever the case may be, so they're a target. Should they be a target? Should they no. get on the train thinking, "All right, I might I might get attacked today"? By the way, Bela uh, and FEMA, you know this. We had this discussion. Many many Jews. I know many people who have told me. When they go into Manhattan, when they get on the train, they remove their yarmulke. I mean, what is this, Nazi Germany, for God's I, sake? I know. I know many you people remove, who do. You, I, you hide your Star David. Okay. I have a, I'm have. i very right. proud to wear a Star David. But, you know, I'm getting on the train. I'm walking in Manhattan. I got to hide it. Uh, the, the point is, this is unacceptable. And Jewish leadership, whoever the hell they are, whoever the hell they are, I mean, there needs to be a new approach. The approach that's being used now just doesn't work. Let's get this straight. You know, uh, the, you know, one of the things I asked the FEMA, you know, I asked him, I said, who was the perpetrator? I even joked. I said, was it a, another, was it a Hasidic Jew who attacked you? Was it, uh, you know, and, and unfortunately, as our report indicated that, and this is a report that we worked on for six months, indicated that over 70% of all the attacks of anti-Semitic attacks upon Jews in New York are committed by other minorities. You wouldn't know it from the ADL reports that they issue all the time. They're only interested in white supremacists. That's all they care about. The fact is, we're not blaming any community, but if, how do you solve a problem if you're not honest about the problem? Right. Right. 70% of the attacks in New York where people have been arrested are other minorities. ADL, where the hell are you? I read your report recently, 55 pages. All you talk about is white supremacy. You didn't mention about New York. We've got uh, double standards here, don't we? Horrible. Horrible. And unfortunately, there's no outcry. You know, we're le- you know the, the, the tragedy is we're learning to live with it. Another Jew, another Jew. But these victims are paying an unbelievable price. It's not acceptable. And as you pointed out, uh, you know, the media, 
you know, maybe after your story, we'll get it out again. It's not like, but they ignore a lot of this stuff on a regular basis. We want you, you know, we want Baylor, you and I, we watch this all the time. It's not shocking, but in a sense, it is the standard. It is the hypocrisy. Uh, you know, by the way, we're, you know, here in New York, AOC, where are you? Don't you care? AOC, you, you tell us you are against anti-Semitism. What a wonderful thing, you know. Uh, elected officials are against anti-Semitism, but they are utterly silent. And no, and the AOC, I'm sure, did not reach out to you, FEMA, did they? No. Did anyone, no. you said no one tried to assist you. No one offered anything. No, no one, they just looked and then looked away. Um, everyone, yeah, everyone just kept moving on as if nothing but changed. No big deal. Happened. Covered in blood, punched. Yeah, no big deal. Right. Right. What, um, what kind of people are these? It's kind of scary also. How can they watch someone being attacked, covered in blood, no one, and no one calls an ambulance for you, no one offers, no one offers you water or, or, or a cloth or a tissue or nothing? Just no one, no one, no one bothers getting up from their seats. Um, the individual that called 911 wasn't even on the subway. Uh, it just happened to be a bystander who, uh, was getting onto the subway from the Queens Plaza platform. Uh, that was so you got, you got off the train. You didn't continue on. You got off at the next stop. Um, so I got, I had to get off the train. Oh, you had I to got get off anyway. I had to get off because I was I was covered in blood and I didn't know like what was happening next. And it just seemed like the individuals that were there, they couldn't care less of the fact that I just had all this blood like coming out of my mouth. And um, thankfully, there was an individual that that called 911. The police came relatively quickly. Um and they started gathering as much information as possible. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a scary situation. Also, the fact that I found out later that there weren't actually any cameras, uh, on the platform at Queens Plaza. So I, I thought there, but there, there are cameras yeah. all over the place, but I guess not. So, then, so not not at the platforms on which Queens means Plaza. that we're um, even a more danger than we realized. Right, Bima. What kind of injuries did you sustain? Um, there was some trauma uh, involved. I was definitely unconscious. Um, um, I had to get stitched up in my mouth. I experienced pain in my mouth and the jaw area because. When I was punched, I was sitting down, and my head fell back oh. against um, um, against the the side of the window right. oh. where I was sitting down. Um, so I definitely experienced some pain from that. And when I was, um, and it was very difficult for me to eat, um, especially the first few, uh, especially the first four days. Yeah. Um, even now, at the moment, like I have to cut up all my food into little pieces um, before I before I eat them. 
So you know, it's, it's, it's very, it's very unfortunate, but I think, um, time is all I need for, uh, for my situation to improve. You know, Dove, as I said before, this uh, should be splattered all over the media, front page news. I only found out about it because FEMA reached out to me. How did you find out about this? Well, a friend of FEMA, actually, while uh, FEMA was in the hospital, a friend of his got in touch with me. I called FEMA immediately, uh, came to the following day, came to his uh, apartment in Washington Heights. Uh, we did a video that basically, a 10-minute video that basically gave all the information. But it was just the Jewish media, some websites. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it, it got a fair amount of attention on social media, but the the general media didn't uh, w- just wasn't interested. And just think of this. Here, here's another part of the story. New Yorkers on the train, all they had to do, you know, people are afraid. Okay, over to FEMA. Call 911. Immediately you see someone is being attacked. No one did that. No one did anything. No one literally came over. I mean, is this incredible? It's no not one normal. Over it's not, it's not any, normal. A person at, is injured and bleeding and no one does anything. Precisely. Precisely. I think that Queens, Queens Plaza, one of the major stations, you know, does not have surveillance cameras anywhere to, to track these guys. I mean, these are guys who are on the train on a regular basis. You know, they're performing on the train. Right. So, uh, you know, the police are having a difficult time locating them. They should have been arrested by now. I mean, uh, these are not strangers. These are guys who are on the train on a regular basis moving around. So it's, uh, I mean, this story has so many facets to it, and each and every one of them is embarrassing. Uh, Each one of them is a horror. And I don't know, you know, I don't want to tell people don't get on a train. But but imagine if uh, if New Yorkers boycotted public transportation. For a lot of people, it's not possible. But there's got to be a po- we got to do something. We've got to send a powerful message to those in power. You know, yeah. like well, of course, something more something more than we've done up until now. Because whatever we've done up until now, until now, is not working. It's it just clearly work. not. And you may be the next victim. You may be the next victim. So are you, uh, Dove, have you been in touch with the police? Are, what are they doing? What are they saying? Is, is there a detective assigned I, to the case? I've actually, called, I've actually called some of my contacts to uh, express the frustration of FEMA, the, my frustration, other people. Because as I said, these are guys who are, by the way, I think if they put all the resources into it, these guys would be arrested very soon. There's no doubt in my mind. I, again, I repeat these, this is a group that appears on the train on a regular basis, maybe yeah. even daily. Then, so what? Why aren't what they catching so, them? What is so complicated? What is so complicated? Look, look, this needs to get more attention as well. I thank you, Bailiff, for what you're doing. Uh, we'll take your video. Uh, you know, FEMA again is very expressive and very exact about what happened to him. He's a victim of crime. He's a victim of anti-Semitism. Which everyone talks about and get, you know, all the politicians, how much they're against anti-Semitism. But what about the toughness? What about the bottom line? What about, you know, action? You know, the report that we came out with, uh, you know, actually showed that there are basically no consequences for attacking Jews. How's that? 
no consequences. Why doesn't the ADL, simple question that someone should ask the leadership of the ADL, every year they come out with reports as to the incidence of anti-Semitism. In 2021, there were X number of attacks upon Jews, etc. Why don't they follow those people who have been arrested? To report to the public, you know, so-and-so went to jail, so-and-so was slapped, so-and-so nothing happened. They don't do that. You think there's a reason why they don't do the tough part? Letting the public know the consequences of attacking Jews? They don't do that. I wonder why. I wish I wish you could get the ADL on your show. I'm sure. Have you reached out to the ADL? Questions. Why don't you follow through? Dove, have you reached out to the ADL? Uh, you know, I'm not their favorite individual. Uh, but they know exactly, you know, what I'm saying. And they uh, and I'm being very, uh, you know, th- they have they have money to burn, as they say. The ADL is an organization where funds, uh, you know, wh- whether it's a hundred million dollar budget, I, I don't know. I have no idea if they would just concentrate on anti-Semitism and not be worried about everything else in the world. You know, the ADL today is not the same ADL. They're worried about every kind of racism in the world. You're not doing a freaking good job about anti-Semitism. Don't be busy with everyone else in the world. Really. And simple thing I'm saying to the ADL. The next report you do, tell us about the anti-Semites who were arrested. What were the consequences of those who beat up Jews in 2017, 2018? Tell us what happened to them. Don't you think that's important? Of course. Were any uh, witnesses uh, interviewed? Did they call for any witnesses to be interviewed? Because um, I understand there were there were lots of people watching what happened. There were lots of people. Um, there were individuals. I, I know there are individuals that are able to corroborate uh, my story. Um, and, and, and have they cooperated with the police? And released um, a statement. Only, oh, only when the incident had occurred, um, I noticed I noticed a few people talking uh, to the police. But when I I was in touch with the detective uh, yesterday, and they essentially she told me is that they can't force witnesses to come forward. Oh, you, um, mean, you mean they they gave a brief statement, but they're not willing yeah, to come forward. Yeah, they gave forward. a brief statement. Um, they gave a brief statement of what happened. They Plenty of eyewitnesses um, that I saw that uh, were there, and I, I noticed maybe four or five people talking to the police while I was just waiting for someone to come in uh, at the subway station by Queens Plaza. And the detective, she essentially told me that um, if a if the eyewitnesses don't want to step forward, we they can't force them. Right. Like there's nothing, uh, there's nothing that they can do, um, at least at the moment. Um, so whether it's trying to help um, catch the individuals uh, that assaulted me, um, or identify or help identify. Um, they can't force people to step forward if they don't want to. Do you feel confident that they're canvassing the area and looking looking for them because they're dancers, they're acrobats? 
Right. Do you feel confident? Um, do you feel confident that they're doing their job? I I would like to say that they are. Um, I did meet with a few individuals um, yesterday. I was um, uh, I was invited to uh, the police plaza uh, in, the, in the downtown location, uh, right by uh, right by Chambers Street in Manhattan. Um, so I did meet uh, with the detective and a few other individuals at the police. Um, I get the impression that they're trying to help, but it's it's difficult to say. You know, I have a feeling that um, witnesses were recording this on their phones. I, I, you know, people record right. everything, every little thing, you know, nonsense. They'll just take out their phone and they start recording. Right. I'm willing to bet that your attack was recorded, yeah. if not one person, but many people's cell phones. Right. I mean, I, I honestly, I hope someone, someone caught it and maybe someone does send it to the police because at the moment, uh, the ironic thing is, is that I don't actually have a photo or recording of them. And yet they were trying to get my phone because they thought I was recording. Right. Um, did they? But did they, did they get power. your phone too, or they, they they never got your phone? You managed to hold no, on. No, I managed to hold on to it somehow. Um, but I guess I, I had a pretty strong uh, grip on it uh, the entire time. Right. Um, but otherwise, I definitely do hope they catch them. I hope. I hope they're working on it. Um, it's just unfortunate that there's not uh, that there's no footage at Queens Plaza that can help uh, that can help the police. Right. Um, did did what did they did the police uh, take a sketch? So yesterday, actually, when I met uh, with the detective at uh, Police Plaza, they do have a sketch artist. Um. He actually did a pretty good job with the sketch, uh, so I do like uh, commend him for for the effort. It was very detailed. He did a great job. I wish I had gotten his name, um, but I did see a sketch artist uh, uh, yesterday morning. Right, Dove, you were about to say something. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to follow up to see where that sketch is and if they're going to release yeah. it to the public, because again, we're talking yeah. about people who are on the train on a regular basis. So if that sketch gets out, it would be extremely, extremely helpful. So, uh, yeah. so look, we, uh, I, look, I'm in, I think I'm in touch with FEMA almost every single day. And if we don't, I think, and it's up to FEMA, and he has been amazing, you know, because a lot of victims, uh, uh, you know, I deal with a lot of victims who, uh, you know, they put their head on the pillow and they say, yeah. forget it. I don't want to do anything public. I'm afraid, you know, they'll, right. they'll come after me. You know, victims are afraid because they'll yes. come after them yes. again, which is which is uh, incredible. But uh, we need to keep the pressure on. And if we feel that nothing is happening, uh, maybe FEMA, we can go visit uh, City Hall or, or do something to uh, more 
pressure to uh, this particular incident. Uh, but the bottom line is that, you know, we were talking about the lack of media attention. Now, I'm only wondering if no one had called me about FEMA. Okay. And I hadn't gone down to his home to, to at least video because hundreds of thousands of people have seen it from the different places that put it on and so on. Nobody would even know what happened. I don't know of what people would have done. I don't know, you know. Right. If no, that's right. So, if, uh, so if not for Americans Against Anti-Semitism, going down to see FEMA, talking to FEMA, and trying to do whatever we can, and we're not going to stop pursuing this, because, like I said, those guys were on the train every single day, no question about it, and they need to be arrested. Forget about the fact that, you know, is anything going to happen? That's another story. But they need to be arrested. Right now, they beat up a Jew, they beat up a New Yorker, and they're laughing. Oh, of course they're laughing. And as they could be beating up someone out as we're speaking. And the next victim may not be as courageous and brave as FEMA. Right. Absolutely. You know, FEMA, it, FEMA I, I thank you publicly for having the guts. You know, you were in bad shape on Thursday when I met you in your apartment. You were really in bad shape. I, I look at you now and I say, thank God. And I know you're still in pain. But it took a lot of guts for you to, to even do what you did, you know, and to be willing. Because a lot of victims are just after they are victimized, they're afraid to they're afraid right. even to say anything publicly. It, it's a ment- it's a Jewish mentality when they when a Jew and I and I've spoke I've spoken to Jews who've been victimized. And it's that mentality, you know, I'm a Jew. And so an anti-Semite is going to hurt me. And it's almost like, yeah, I expect it. And and so yeah. you know they talk about it with their family, but they're afraid to go public. Absolutely, I've, correct. I've spoken to people who who've been assaulted um, due to anti-Semitic attacks, and they they they've expressed to me that I'm afraid that if I go public or I report it, they will come after me or my family. According to the AJC, a report that they they did about a year ago. 60 percent of anti-Semitic attacks. Listen to this. We we think it's bad now unprecedented, numbers higher than ever in history. According to the AJC, 60% of attacks upon Jews never get reported. What do you say? It's worse than even we think it is, and it's pretty darn bad. Fima, how do you feel now? I'm sorry? How do you feel now? Um, I still need some time to recover. Uh, um, I'm trying to move along my day. I can't keep myself occupied about this. I'm trying not to let myself get down about it, uh, because it was a pretty, uh, horrific event. Um, uh, and just trying to keep my mind occupied on other things. So mm-hmm. just, I have, thankfully I have other hobbies, other things, um, that keep me occupied. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not um, not just focusing on that because I think it's healthy to think about other things. Uh, but it's a very unfortunate situation, and I, I still have a little bit of pain, but hopefully with time, um, things will improve. This cannot go on. I, I'm, I am glad, though, that you have support. You certainly have our support here at the definitive rep and you're very lucky to have dove advocating for you 
And hopefully these criminals will be caught so they can't hurt anyone else again. Dove and FEMA, thank you for joining us today. I wish it would have been under better circumstances. Thank you to Vin News and to our audience for tuning in. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to The Definitive Wrap with your host, Bela Seabrow. Be sure to tell your family and friends they also can catch The Definitive Wrap on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and your favorite streaming service. See you next time on The Definitive Wrap.